Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobi Yakugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting, and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week, we're joined by soccer's power couple, Camillo and Emily from Space United FC. We'll be talking the origins of Space United, STEM and soccer, and Space United's community mission and more. Uh, Camillo and Emily, how are you guys doing today? Good. Thank you for having us. Yes, doing well. Thank you. Good pleasure to be with you too. No, it's a pleasure to have you guys on. I know we got connected by uh, mutual friends and for us to have you guys on our platform, it means a lot. I think you guys are our first uh, power couple uh, <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, on the show. I'm I so flattered. Thank you. No, no I think worries. we start getting used to that term, the power couple. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. So we start off with uh, two truths and a cap. We gave you guys the rundown, but Elle's going to give you the proper rundown. Um, for warning, please help me out. I'm catching up. Elle's been beating me. Um, <laughs> so hopefully you guys make it easy for me. All right. Yeah, so like Amobi said, we like to play a little icebreaker game here. Um, two truths in the cap. So with this game, you guys will give us three facts about yourself. Two will be true, one will be a lie. Um, and Amobi and I have to guess what the lie is. So this week we'll have double the chances of winning. So we'll let you guys go separately. So Camilo, um, you'll go and then Emily will go. But actually, ladies first. So Emily, you go Please first. Okay. So whenever okay. you're ready. Yep, whenever you're ready. Okay. Um... I bathed in a volcano before. Um, I was an extra for the movie, the live action film of Mulan. And last one, um, I drove a Ducati around Portugal. That is really tough. Um, uh, I'm going to say extra. Uh, being an extra in the live action film and move on is a lot. That's tough. Um, I will go with, uh, you guys are well traveled, so Portugal, I can see that. Um, volcano, that's a little, that's something, yeah, I'm going to go with Mulan. I'm going to go with Mulan. But you two are good. Oh my uh, goodness, you two are really good. Uh, <laughs> you can be proud for that. You are right. Perfect. There you go, L. Good job. Okay. All right, Camilo. Go ahead. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. All right, I'll go. Um, all right, let's see. Let's go. I have parted with Elon Musk. I have <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> you gotta let me finish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a which means one of my eyes is green and the other one is hazel. And then the other one is I'm a rock star and I've played South by Southwest in Austin, where you are. Mm. That's good. I can't see the eye difference. That's what I'm here, trying to. So. I'm like trying to like go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just guess and say. I'm gonna say South by Southwest. It's a lie. Okay. Uh, Even though it's very, it's very doable. But I'm gonna say that's a lie. Since I can't see your eyes. <laughs> Damn, that's a. That's too like. That's too like descriptive to like be a lie though uh so i'm going uh, i heard elon be partying too so and i feel like you guys are in unique crowds yeah austin you haven't been to austin to you've been to austin but not for south by southwest so that's the lie 
Okay. Well, I have been a rock star at South by Southwest. Damn. I, that, that <laughs> I oh. played South by Southwest in 2007-2008 with a college band with my brother. So we did play that twice. Oh, oh nice. I, nice. I have partied with Elon Musk on all the Christmas parties at SpaceX. And the lie is the one about my eyes. I, I have green eyes, but they're not split. Yeah. How do you even how do you even know the terminology for like split eyes? That's a pretty good one. We're we're I'm a little nerdy, you know, a little nerdy. Okay. All right. So uh thank you for sharing. We'll go one and one. Yeah, I guess I guess we got one to one. Yeah. You have one not, one. not bad. Fifty percent. Still a so F, but you know. Ne- next time when we get you guys on, we're gonna have to do like a couple's two truths and a cap. Um That's all right. so That's yeah. Um, but with that being said, first question we ask every guest, uh, and we're going to mix it up a little bit for you two. Uh, when did you fall in love with soccer? And when did you guys fall in love together? Ooh, that's, what, that's interesting because we actually fell in love together playing soccer. So, there you go. That's good podcasting right there. Yeah. yeah set us up with that one. Thank you. Emily, was, Emily is originally from San Francisco area, so the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I was living in Texas, going to school, finishing up uh, my aerospace engineering degree. And then I got a job in the Bay Area where, where I was working um, at a production facility. And, and then I was finding out places where I could play pickup soccer. I had always played uh, soccer all my life. Uh, and I found a picket game, a pickup game, and uh, I found Emily there. So we were in opposite teams and uh, she can tell the rest a little bit better, but... Yeah, um, it was, uh, we were invited to go to, it was the first time that I had gone to that pickup game and the first time that he had gone to the pickup game. And so um, we had been invited by cousins. Um, they're both cousins yeah. and uh, they, we just went there, we we're playing on opposite teams and I'm playing defense and I realized, wow, this guy is lightning fast because usually people do not get through me, you know? But then this guy was getting through me every, every once in a while. And so I knew I had to kick it up a notch, you know? And so, but anyways, he was, uh, I was wearing a, a t-shirt that uh, said Salsa Cubana or, because before when I was living in the Bay Area, there was an amazing Cuban salsa scene and I was really into dancing salsa. And so um, he commented on my shirt. Yeah, and- I, I'm Latin. I'm from South America. And when I saw that, I was like, I need to find what this is about. Okay. <laughs> and so that's what led it up to. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I said, I, I thanked him for that. And then said, hey, let's get back into the game. Okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, then that's that kind of where it began. Later on, we had some mutual friends get together. And um, yeah. And then we just went from there. Oh, that's amazing. Nice. So, and, then, and then in terms of soccer, I mean, I've played soccer all my life since growing up in South America uh, when I was four. I, as soon as I could walk, I think I was kicking balls and playing the sport at a competitive level in South America. And just carried over uh, as we moved to the U.S. and continued playing in, in intramurals in college. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and soccer for me, I think I, I started really enjoying it as I grew. Um, you know, I didn't play it as I was 
as I was growing up. But as I started getting into more like an international scene after college, I started traveling more and, you know, learning about salsa and different cultures. And so I started playing soccer, just pick up soccer games. And I realized that, okay, well, this is, this is really fun. And I got to meet a lot of cool people. And then also because I liked music so much, I would actually put on my headset and I would just, you know, juggle the ball around wherever in my front yard, my backyard and listen to music and go with the beat. And it just, it was so relaxing and so fun. And like, uh, it's like any type of, uh, you're feeling nervous about something, whatever the situation is, you know, it's just, it just takes the stress away. And so that was something that I really enjoyed. No, oh, that's amazing how you guys incorporate soccer, not only into your relationship, but, you know, things that you do, um, you know, within the culture, within your own personal lives and different things like that. Um, as soccer fans, are you guys, you guys support the same squads or is it, you know, a little bit of a rivalry? Who, who are you guys, who do you guys support? His favorite team is of course Barca, yeah. right? So oh, sorry, I, I sorry about Barca. today. <laughs> <laughs> I watch I watch with them um when I can you know it's it's we, we have four kids so it's kind of hard to you know have both of us be able to do things together sometimes but um yeah so I just watch it with him and I love Missy so that's that's me yeah I I, I follow the South American leagues uh, mainly the Colombian Argentinian league um in Colombia I liked uh, following millionarios that I mm-hmm. actually Millionaires. When I was uh, in 15, 14, 15, I played in the in the youth development uh, club for Millionarios. So I, I keep following that club. Um, and uh, on the international level, I follow the Premier and and the Liga mostly. But I, yeah, I like Barcelona. I think their level of play and, and Messi. I think for me, yeah, one. can't go wrong with supporting Messi. So, yeah. uh, how did Space United come about? Talk about its origin. Talk about how you guys came together to build uh, Space United. Yeah, so um, Space United, just off the bat, was <clears throat> like the culmination and realization of two passions that for me were uh, in the academics, particularly space exploration and football being part of my just culture and upbringing and playing soccer throughout my life. Um, but it started when uh, when I got a job at SpaceX, uh, what seven years ago in, in Los Angeles, um, I had, like I mentioned, I had played soccer all my life, playing uh, at high competitive levels in South America, and where I moved, you know, across different states. And I was looking for for a team that I can join while I was working, um, and I was having a hard time finding a club that matched my schedule and just overall just that had synergies with with what I was looking for essentially. So I decided to just create my own team, and so. I put out uh, an, an ad in, in our internal community at SpaceX, and uh, pretty quickly I got interest from from other coworkers who also uh, had had soccer be a big part of their of their of their upbringings, and and that's how it began. It 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 started as SpaceX Football Club originally, um, and as we started playing tournaments in the local leagues in LA, uh, we started getting more involved with the community. We started seeing the potential of what Space United was going to be because we we saw the possibilities that we had as a platform to provide uh, communities with uh, information on space exploration but more so than that also take like an active approach of reaching out to our communities to make sure that uh, they have stem resources 
there's diversity in, in space exploration and in STEM because even for me, it, it, that was a big part of um, uh, of my career through space. Like I, I wanted to see more people that share different, you know, different same ideas with also different communities that that can join in together in the space exploration because we're going to need. Uh, all of this mixture of ideas together in order to come up with the best plan to explore the space. And so that's a little bit of how I started, just sort of the concept of uh, helping and giving back the community. And uh, it's been seven years. I, I since moved to Seattle, where I work now for Blue Origin. Uh, we're also doing space exploration and founded a second club here in Seattle. And so now I have my brother who also worked at SpaceX in LA, he manages the operations of the LA club. And then I'm here in Seattle managing operations for Seattle. Oh, that's amazing. So kind of a rivalry, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Like how how do you navigate the rivalry? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I said it's kind of a rivalry, isn't it? SpaceX versus Blue Origin. Yeah. Like I mean, I think, you know, the, the space community is, is very interested and it's very cool in terms of how those rivalries sometimes are seen. Um, I guess from a surface, you would you would obviously think that they're big rivals. They have big rival CEOs, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but from a space community perspective, there's there's a very like cohesive uh, community that wants the whole industry to succeed because this is such a like it goes beyond borders and beyond companies. Uh, what the endeavor of getting to space and going back to the moon and going to Mars is, and so. When a company succeeds, it's really celebrated among all all the community in the space industry. And so, uh, even when I right now, my, me at Blue Origin, I hear success stories that SpaceX continuing to happen. There, there's a big positive uproar in, inside the community, just being positive about about the successes of other companies, not just SpaceX and Blue Origin, but there's many companies that are also doing that in, in all over the world. But at LA area being a, a big hub for it. Yeah, and I think that, I think like um, our team started out as a SpaceX team. So the name was originally SpaceX, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, we were actually sponsored by SpaceX at that time. And then we realized that we had a lot of other, like we had a growing network of people from other space companies as well who wanted to join. And so when Camilo made the transition to Blue Origin as well, and then his brother went to Northrop Grumman as well, um, so then they drew in more people from the space industry. And then we had somebody from relativity space as well. And so it just it just organically grew to Space United. Yeah, to involve more communities. No, that's a great point. And I think it speaks to the correlation between space and soccer. You know, you have a lot of different communities. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about bringing people together for the greater good, whether it's space exploration, um, soccer exposure in the communities that may not have the means to play. Um, you know, everyone has their different styles of play, uh, different cultures. But when the World Cup comes around or Champions League comes yeah. around, um, everyone comes together and is celebrating a good goal. So um, yeah. I personally love what you guys are doing. Uh, can you speak about, you know, different things from the STEM aspect? I know STEM is a big you know, piece yeah. on education that's not utilized um, nearly enough, and you guys are doing a great job expanding that. Yeah, hey, thank you for that question. Before, yeah. before you do that, though, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, can, you, okay. can, can we back up a little bit and let's talk about you guys' backgrounds? So, Camilo, okay. um, Emily, what, what's you guys' background? Uh, from like a cultural background or? 
Uh, like professionally, culturally, professionally. professionally. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I I was born in South America in Bogota, Colombia. Um, I moved, uh, a, a, you know, throughout. I, I was living in Ecuador for a couple of years. My my dad works in the energy sector, and so that's how we ended up moving to Texas. We landed in Texas uh, back in 2001, um, and then I started really focusing on engineering and education when I, when we got here. Um, I went to Texas A&M and got a, a, my bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering. Um, and then eventually I, I got the opportunity to join uh, SpaceX um, in 2014. And I joined SpaceX then. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit of my story. Nice. Thanks. And what about you? Hi. Um, we have a little bit I've got the star of the show. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm a, a mom out of four uh, Taiwanese Colombian kids. Um, I play soccer in my spare time. I am um, also the director of communications at Space United. And so my I actually recently, um, I landed in a job in education. And so as an educator for a Title I dual language, so they speak Spanish there, it's a dual language middle school. And so Title I is, it means that they receive government funding because they have a lot of low income children who go to that school. And so um, it's, been, it's been such an amazing experience for me. And so what happened was, um, about after starting at this school, I realized how a lot of the children there who are majority Latinos, they really needed strong role models, role models who look like them or at least can understand what it feels like to be a minority and come from backgrounds where they where they happen to go through hardships, immigrants, things like that. And so um, I invited the Space United Brothers, which is Camilo, his brother Sebastian, who had worked with, at SpaceX with him, and then also his two other brothers who happened to be engineers as well, and his dad, who is an engineer, mechanical engineer as well. And so we had them. The school was so happy about this when I had mentioned the idea. And so uh, we just, we were very excited to be able to bring this to all the students. So they came in and they talked to about 120 students um, as part of the dual language program. And they spoke about their career, spoke about their passions and incorporating their passions of soccer um, with their careers, and also how, um, you know, soccer and academics taught them really important skills in their lives, and how soccer was always able to complement their academics as well. You know, it's, it's, um, it's something that boosts your health and your emotional health as well. Um, and so the kids, I had never seen them pay as much attention as I did that day. And so everybody was blown away. And so from there, we really started developing this community outreach program and see what we can do and see how we can become role models um, for these kids and um, interest them. Because, you know, like STEM, traditional STEM has a bit of a branding problem. You know, it doesn't reach um, it doesn't reach. Um, a wide range of people, you know, and it doesn't bring in enough diversity. And so it, it, a lot of times there's an interest youth as well, the way that it's branded. And so we are working on, you know, we feel like this is a good solution to the branding problem because kids, they, 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 they're just drawn in, you know, soccer, space and soccer, two of humanity's 
greatest feats. Um, you know, it's like we're space, we're soccer, we're minds and bodies are um, active, full of positive purpose. And so we we really um, we really found this as a great platform for us to reach uh, for us to inspire more diversity and more youth in STEM education and STEM careers. No, that's amazing, uh, Camilla. Is your middle name or last name like engineer? Your whole family's family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, we have five five uh, five engineers in the family. Yep. Yeah. No, that's really amazing. I, I love how you guys combine, you know, soccer space, education and, you know, for the for the young kids, how you guys keep them engaged. That's the biggest thing, because you can always tell people, you know, this is how you're supposed to do this. This is how you're supposed to do that. But when you make it fun and engaging and things that they're not able to grasp in a more tangible way, that's that's what the development's all about. So. Uh, to that point, what does that look like from, you know, STEM? You, you talked about it being hard to brand, um, hard to kind of um, be creative with it. So what does it look like from Space United standpoint and um, what you guys are doing in some of the underserved communities that you serve? Yeah, so definitely the past, the last year with the pandemic has uh, thrown sort of a, a wrench in the education system. And on our perspective, it has uh, given us uh, the ability to be more present in different communities and connecting with different uh, educational systems. So we've typically what it, what it looks like when we are working with schools, we do communications like the videos just like this one where we can connect with students. We tell the stories of our careers and how they, the correlation between sports and it played in our lives growing up. Um, and then we... We're developing some modules that now we're working with school as they start to get in back online and, and into the classroom where we can be present and also bring soccer, uh, interactive soccer um, uh, activities that correlate to STEM. We talk about uh, physics, we talk about the laws of, of, of motion and sort of take that. those into consideration when they're kicking a ball. Uh, we also have tech ball. I don't know if you're familiar with tech ball. Tag ball is a is a is a sport that's played on. It's, it's almost like soccer tennis, uh, yeah. but it, ha, it has been very helpful. Like on the, the ping pong table, correct? Like yeah, it's it played almost okay. like a ping pong table, um, and it's helpful because it's it's mobile. So we can take this table to different uh, and you know locations and then play soccer. We typically do the conversations and then a last portion of it in in the tag ball where we just show some of the elements that we've touched in some of the modules. Um, yeah, so far we've connected, the fact of the pandemic has given us the ability to really be wide open in terms of where we connect. We've connected with schools in South America, uh, schools in Washington, LA, Seattle, and now Dubai. So it's been, it's been a really fun experience and, and, and in terms, in terms of how our reach can get out to, it's been fun. And we also have... We also have a really cool program. Um, we partnered with Blue Origins Club for the Future, and we do this uh, send a postcard to space program. And so um, Space United has our own twist on this. So envision the future of sports in space. And then we have a postcard. This is on our website. And you just draw. You draw. Um, you can describe whatever your wherever your imagination takes you. And you send that postcard in and they fly it on the new Shepard rocket 
Blue Origin. And then it comes back with a flown to space stamp on there. So that's something that's generated a lot of excitement with a lot of nice. kids. And we're seeing um, a good response with that as well. Uh, that's an absolute game changer. Um, you guys can do it too. If you want to send a postcard to space, go ahead and send us a postcard, write and draw what you've envisioned the future of sports being played in space, and we'll send it to space. We'll yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get a two cent sports card out there in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely got. Uh, we're definitely gonna have that information in the show notes for anyone else as well. But I'm sure. definitely count me in for that for sure. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna shift gears, but I want to ask a, a question that might, uh, you might answer, you might not. Say, are right, you playing tech ball? Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson. I know they're two, three leaders when it comes yeah. to space exploration. Who are you choosing as your partner for tech ball? Oh, that's a good question. On a doubles game. Hmm. I think I'll choose Jeff Bezos. I'll probably go with Jeff Bezos because he, he looks pretty fit. I think he, <laughs> he can find his footing and uh, he looks quick. I'll uh -huh. probably go with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> Smart answer. Smart answer. <laughs> well, uh, so, uh, with that being said, have, like, have they been, like, have they obviously pre-pandemic, uh, pre-COVID, did any of them come to any matches that you guys, you know, held and different things like that? So when we were in Los Angeles, we, for the past uh, six years, we played a lot of big uh, tournaments and we had a lot of different leadership come from uh, SpaceX in particular, because that's who the team was representing back back in those years. Um, we, we were part of a big tournament called the Association LA, which was an incredible event where uh, influencers in the sports, but also music and, and, and um, different technology w came together for this tournament. And uh, some of our leadership were able to come by and, and visit us for the tournament. I don't think I ever saw Elon there, but uh, th definitely there's some soccer heads in the company. Particularly, there's a lot of uh, people from the UK who were part of the company and are still part of the company who also enjoy sports and, and football in particular. So some of those, some of them did make it to to watch a couple of games. Yeah, those guys, they, they kind of keep themselves busy for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. So uh, like, so what's next for uh, Space United? You, I feel like you guys have a lot of, you know, wonderful things in the works, wonderful collaborations in store. Um, but what is your, your two's uh, ultimate vision and mission as you guys continue to move forward in this space? Yeah, <clears throat> so I think uh, as we continue going down the path of realizing the big platform that we had and the potential that we had to inspire communities really around the world, um, it's really given us the legs to start thinking about how, how else we can make our voice uh, expand further so we can inspire more communities for more diverse space industries. And so in 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 thinking in thinking out those plans for the team, we we are working on a professional club. So I think ultimately we want to, we see a flagship team that can represent um, any communities that want to be a part of Space United and who feel inspired by the stories that that uh, develop with some of these uh, athletes growing up in different communities, different diversities, but eventually uh, make, made it out to be in the space industry and making a difference in the community. So uh, Space United is working on a professional club 
Um, so we are definitely putting our heads together and we have a team of a, a front office team that is putting our heads together to, to make it happen. And we're making connections in the right places to ensure we, we also give back to our communities in that sense. Um, and also we are very focused on uh, driving support for the two teams that we have in LA and Seattle to continue to provide a space for space engineers to be yeah. also involved in soccer and, and playing even even as their professional engineering careers develop, we always wanted to get back into soccer. And for me personally, soccer has always been part of my life. So I always want to keep playing. And even though I can't uh, keep up with the 20 year olds anymore, I, I feel like I can still keep going. For and sure. So it's experience at this level. <laughs> yeah. We're developing those two amateur teams and supporting those. Um, and even from that perspective, there's been a lot of interest from other space uh, cities, if you will, that have expressed interest about having their own uh, chapter, if you will. So Cape, Cape Canaveral, uh, it's been one of them. I think Austin has been in conversations because uh, SpaceX now has a big facility in Austin and, and there's Firefly uh, uh, Aerospace, which is also a space company in Austin. So uh, I think down the line, we'll start also thinking about uh, developing a few other uh, cities for uh, professionals in those areas. That's mm -hmm. amazing. So what, what, the same. Yeah, and also we have plans to open up the Space United Academy as well. So this academy, we want to be teaching like an international perspective on soccer. Um, so it's going to be competitive level soccer, but also we want to infuse space STEM concepts on the field, because I feel a lot of these things, like a lot of these concepts, like if you're talking about like force or, or motion or, um, or velocity, like a lot of these kids, they understand what, I mean, they don't understand the concept, the, the name for it, um, but they know it when they feel it with their bodies, when they're kicking a ball and it bounces back to them, when they kick a ball and friction stops it, you know? And so these kids, it, it just it would it's just such a, a powerful way to to infuse these concepts. Um, and so the kids can understand these concepts and really connect to them and, you know, possibly, you know, find interest in a STEM career and education along the way. No, I think that's amazing, especially as you consider like data analytics, getting more involved in soccer and sports. And I remember that show Sports Science, and I feel like uh, with what you guys do with Space Academy or what you guys are doing with Space Academy, um, it's just going to even break it down even more. And that gets athletes, players, young students more excited. So it's like maybe I'm messy size. I'm five, six, five, seven, but I can hit the ball 90 miles per hour because of the angle I'm hitting it at. Or I'm able to curve it by, you know, or I'm able to, shield a defender because of the balance and you know so um i'm excited to see what you guys come up with and uh i know l had a question because I, I could see him smiling and he's oh, no, i just think i just think it's, a, it's an incredibly dope approach to like an academy system you know like you, you tend to always think about the sports side of it but the education like and how those two things can kind of marry marry themselves together i think what you guys have at um space united is very very unique and it's definitely super dope so any way that we can help you know, or be involved, like, just let us know. We're yeah. so happy to hear yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. We'll definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, we, def we definitely want to sure. bring this to, to, you know, more African-American kids as well, like, and kind of help introduce them to STEM as well as the game of soccer. That's one of our missions yeah. is kind of introducing more African-American kids to the game of soccer. So I yeah. think this is a, 
this is like almost a perfect way to kind of do both things. I think both things are important. We, we actually did uh, one of our first community outreach over over Zoom when the pandemic started, which was at a predominantly black uh, African-American school in mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. And we got to talk like one on one with students who, who who they were very interested about space. Like they, they yeah. are actually generally very curious and interested. Yeah. And it's an amazing opportunity. Typically, I do the talks with my brother, and, and it was a back and forth with students where they can, uh, you know, very, very un- informal, where they can raise their hand, ask questions. And um, I think you're exactly right. I think it's an opportunity for us to reach a diverse a diverse community so that they can also learn about engineering, STEM, but also space in particular, which is where we work in, and we see a, a potential gap that we want to fill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Oh, that's amazing. So can you guys break down what a professional team would look like? Like what league would it be in or like what's the protocol around that? Yes. Uh, so right now we, let's see. So we are looking and we have been in conversations with leagues. Um, and we recently came from actually, uh, I, was, I was mentioned earlier, we were in Chattanooga. Uh, at the uh, Nisa Legends Cup final. And so we uh, have been in in a very nice and open relationship. (laughs) And so uh, I'll just say that. But uh, this summer is actually a very exciting summer for us because we are going to be, um, now that soccer is coming back online, maybe not so much in California, but here in Seattle it's moving. And I think it eventually will move quicker in California. But we have very exciting plans for the summer to to sort of kick off our um, approach to professional soccer. Um, it, we probably see it a, a year away uh, from from getting there, um, uh, but we have yeah we've been in talks with with some with some mm-hmm. organizations and particularly uh, NISA is one that we align in terms of relegation promotion and the way that they're approaching uh, the development of soccer in USA that I think aligns with our values. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. I know you're probably not allowed to share too much, but I appreciate you guys being transparent and and giving us a little hint to stay tuned uh, with what you guys got going on. Um, Yeah, so this summer is going to be exciting. I'll just say that. (laughs) You'll see it on some some of our social media. Perfect. Speaking of social media and like logo, you guys have an amazing logo. I was about to say that. (laughs) You mind showing the hat real quick? That's Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, this is our space hat. Okay. Uh, no. We're definitely gonna have that in the show notes as well. Yeah, it's a yeah. good, dope. Yeah, it's real cool. You guys have some um, really dope kits as well. Like I've been keeping track of you guys like adjacently. So thank you. Uh, we have an amazing designer stuff. as part of the team for sure. Perfect. Um, so I got a question just because you know I'm low key a conspiracy theorist and um, I- I'm interested in space, uh, and I imagine when you guys you know, speak to some of the kids. They're always like, always curious, always, you know, asking funny questions. What, how many times have you guys been asked, did we really land on the moon? I get asked a lot, (laughs) (laughs) but not just kids. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, mostly adults ask me that. Mostly adults? Yeah, yeah. The kids tend to, uh, tend to actually believe that we went to the yeah. moon, which we did. Um, yeah, we get, I get asked that by adults mostly, actually. 
kids always tend to ask us uh, very funny questions about how do astronauts go to the bathroom? Uh, <laughs> and also, well, how, how far can you kick a ball in the moon and will it go to space and go into orbit? Yeah. So we get, and we, they, they like to ask a lot of questions about how you incorporate your passions, like two passions together like that. So yeah. they're very interested in that as well. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's I appreciate you guys sharing that. And then also, lastly, favorite space movie. Um, I've I've seen Interstellar. I've seen uh, Hidden Figures, but I know there's a bunch. So uh, I, I'm a big movie guy. So any recommendations, uh, please share with me. Uh, Interstellar was really good. I really like Interstellar. It was complex in terms of yeah. the, the technicalities, but but I thought it was it stayed pretty you know pr pretty close to, to to technical truths so i really like that one what's the one with matt damon the martian the martian mm -hmm. okay yeah hey th there was a, there was another one that it was a long time ago like in 2000s uh with the oh, what was the name of that contact you okay perfect contact. thank you appreciate that yeah, I'm, always, yeah, I'm, I'm a, always looking for new movies i'm a big sci-fi guy do you guys watch the expanse I've not watched that one. The it's Expanse. a show. Yeah, The Expanse. It's a show on um on Prime. So it's on, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's in, I think they have like four seasons. But basically, it's a show about um sort of political, but it's like a space sci-fi show as well. So you have people from Earth, then you have the people who colonized Mars, and then their generations. Then you have the people who you know grew up and lived on space stations and like were born in the asteroid belt. So there's these three kind of like caste systems. That is right? so and cool. And they're all kind of at odds with each other. But, you know, <laughs> there is this proto-molecule that was discovered. And this molecule is so powerful that it has the power to, like, shift the balance of power across these, these three factions. So definitely check it out. It's a, it's a really, really, really dope show. We might have got some three new fans now. Uh, yeah, check it out. You know, we're, not very, we're not very far from making a settlement in Mars. So I think it's coming in the next... In the next 10 years, man. I think we will make it to Mars. Definitely we'll send a vehicle to Mars in the next two to four years and then seeing some people in the next 10, yeah. Yeah, another right. cool one is uh, um, For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. Yes, 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 I did hear about that one. I got to catch that that's one. A, that's a really good one. We can talk about your moon, your moon question. So that's a Okay. Y'all tapped in. So within 10 years, huh? Yes. Okay. There'll be some in Mars. Would you go to Mars? Well, of course. I mean, <laughs> I just need to see if some other people go first, though. I need to see a couple other people. <laughs> yeah. Make sure they come the, back. The, all the right. Thing, the, the thing about going to Mars, you will be able to return. It just it takes two years for the orbits of Earth and Mars to be at the closest to one another, where a, a traveling to Mars makes sense. Okay. And so uh, it takes about two years for that orbit to align. And so you'll be able to go and your mission will probably last two years before you could come back. I might, you know. So how long does it take to get from that, Earth right? to Mars and at its shortest point? Yeah, exactly. At the shortest point. And then your travel from Earth to Mars will be around four months or so, which was not very different from when you know, uh, the conquistadores came from Spain to America. It was about a four-month boat trip. And so mm -hmm. if you think mm -hmm. about those terms, I think it would be possible to make those trips. 
It's a long time in space, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a large ship because I'll get claustrophobic. Yeah, let me yeah. see the first iteration. It's going to be a nice ship. It's going to be like a cruise ship where you can do yeah. exercises and have fun. It's amazing. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, especially with the, the way the culture is going, like, you know, freelance economy and like, you know, uh, YOLO. Yeah, why not? Two years, just, you know, chill out. Yeah. Meet some new folks. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, El, what you got? Do you have any questions? Um, no, nah, we covered most of them. Like, this has been a very, very, very dope conversation. Um, so let's jump into one of our favorite parts of the show. Um, no card, yellow card, red card. So this is a rapid fire segment of the show where I'll read off a couple of news topics. It could be sports news, it could be pop culture news, what have you. But you'll give your thoughts on that topic using the soccer card system. So no card is I agree with it or I'm cool with it, I'm fine with it. Yellow card is go either way. Yeah. And red card is I disagree or I'm, you know, I'm not cool with that. Um, and give us a, like a little explanation of why you gave it that card. So the, both of you guys will give individual, give your individual ratings um, along with the Moby. Um, I think we have two today. Yeah, so, I might try to add one in, but okay. right now we have two. All right, so you guys got it? Got the rules? Everything yeah, right? I got it. All right, cool. First one. No card, yellow card, red card. Spotify founder Daniel Ek is preparing a bid to purchase Arsenal, but the Cronkies say they won't sell. So what card are you giving Daniel for this attempt to buy Arsenal FC? Spotify to purchase Arsenal FC. Um, I would give it, I, I would give it, I'm, I, I think I can go with that. So I'll give it a no card, meaning I agree, right? Yeah. Yeah, no card. I'll give it no card. I, I like Spotify uh, and I think Arsenal needs some help uh, to, yes, <laughs> to come out of that uh, section of the table. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think that could be a good partnership. Yeah. What do you think, Emily? Um, well, listening to Camilo's reasoning, I, I haven't heard anything about this, but I would say based on his reasoning, I can go for a no card too. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Moby? I was going to say no card, but then I found out that like there was a funny, uh, someone made like a funny meme that Spotify's prices went up on Monday and then he tweeted that he wanted to buy the team on Wednesday. So I'm going to give him a yellow <laughs> card for that. But outside of that, I think it was good. You know, shoot your shot, you know, put it out there that, you know, put the pressure on him. So I think it was, yeah, I'm, I'm for real. My real answer is no car. I just thought it was funny. Like he raised the prices for Spotify and, you know, announces he wants to buy the team two days later. <laughs> We need something, man, because yeah. I'm an Arsenal fan, so I've been suffering for years. But oh, yeah. hopefully we can hopefully this is a bright light at the end of the tunnel and they'll sell with the right, you know, right offer. But as of right now, they're saying they won't. But yeah. All right, so next one. So this one was about for all mankind, but you guys haven't seen it. But I'll I'll call it out anyway. So no car, yellow car, red car. For all mankind is a top ten TV show about space. Like what card would we give that take? Um, 
members of our team have watched uh, all, for all mankind, mm -hmm. and they attest to how good it is. And, okay. and these are members of our front office, so I would say no card because I trust their instincts and their opinions. Um, okay. So I would take no card on that one. And I have to catch it. I just need to get Apple access to Apple. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I go for a no card too. Yeah, our fun office, a um, bunch of cool people who we work with, we call them the Mission Control. So Mission Control says that it's a great show. I'm going with no card too. Perfect. For sure. I got to give a yellow card because it's on Apple. Uh, I'm a Spotify user, so uh, that's the only reason why. You got, got an to. iPhone. Ah, yeah, I, I got an iPhone, yeah. but I don't got Apple, I don't got Apple uh, TV, so. I do. I think I would give a yellow on that sense, too. I think it needs to be another platform. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can get Apple on, TV Plus on, on Fire Stick, too. They have, they have the app on, on Fire Stick. So. Oh okay, yeah. Unless someone wants to share, no that, yeah, share that login, share that login with me, then we get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's get an account. We got four people here. We... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Family account. You can watch all the space movies you want on all the platforms. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Moby, did you have another one, or is that it? No, that's it. But I did want to ask another question. That's our uh, no car, yellow car, red car segment. But you know, you guys talk about space and physics and formations and how you guys correlate soccer and science. What's your favorite formation? You know, I thought that would be an interesting question to ask in perception to space, physics, force, motion, angles, and yeah. soccer as a whole. <laughs> Uh, when I was growing up, uh, I, I was very used to playing the 4-4-2, like that two-striker formation. Uh, but then later in my years, and I started seeing more and more this 4-3-3 developing with like three attackers. Mm -hmm. And I always thought, man, this leaves so much space in the middle. But I think with the right players that can run those wings, uh, mm -hmm. I would go with the 4-3-3 formation for more attacking. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. That's all I got. Uh, how about you, Emily? You have a formation? No, I. When it comes to soccer, you know, I'm not that technical. I just I can run and I can um, I can get the ball away from people. So <laughs> I, I just game. use it as a sport and an exercise. So Camilo was the one to ask. Okay, perfect. Did Camilo try to make you when you first played? When you guys first played each other? I think I did try. I probably did. I'm pretty sure I made. Oh uh, no, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's set the record straight. You know, all right, perfect. Okay. Um, so Emily, Camilo, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast and the show. Um. For anyone that may want to connect with you guys, um, support Space uh, Space Academy, Space United, all the wonderful things that you guys got going on. Where can they find you? If they want to send a post postcard to space, yes. if they want to yeah, go to yeah. space, <laughs> yeah. where they can find you? Yes, definitely. If you want to learn more about the postcard to space, more about the club, more about the future plans of the summer leagues and as we work towards going professional, check our website. I think our website is a one-stop shop spaceunited.com uh, and you can also reach us out on social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Space United FC and we're always 
um, happy to connect with people in the community. And um, yeah, so, so please, please uh, stay connected with us. And if you're an educator, make sure you reach out because we are always looking out for communities where we can uh, come to community outreach mm -hmm. talks. We've already connected with schools in our communities in LA, Seattle, and we continue to connect with schools outside of our area. So if you are listening and want to talk about careers and um, diversity in space and STEM, reach out. Nah, yeah, you heard it here first. You know, if you want to connect with what they got going on, uh, support, get merch. Um, if you're an educator, if you're a soccer player or trainer or coach, provide some drills. I think it's amazing what uh, Space United is doing and the Space Academy, how they collaborate soccer and space and all the wonderful STEM that's involved. It's, you haven't really seen anything like it from this standpoint. So make sure you guys support um, from that standpoint. Uh, El, you have anything before we close it out? Nope. And yeah, just support. Um, do whatever you can to help their mission. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to get involved for sure. I know we're going to get involved. Yeah, we'll definitely be reaching out and we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk offline. Yeah, yeah, so we'll do it. Thank you so much um, for having uh, us. Yeah, it was a pleasure no, to talk to you. You know, I love how you guys, um, you you are interested, your level of interest and enthusiasm for space. We, we really enjoy that. And so thank you for having us. No, nah, most definitely. Thanks for coming on. So that's our show for this week. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us get discovered. Follow us on the socials at Two Cents FC. Uh, check out our merch at Two Cents As you can see, Elle's rocking the hat. Uh, it helps support the show if you want to have us continue uh, to get wonderful guests like Camilo and Emily. Um, and tweet us your comments on the show and any topics you want me or Elle to discuss. That's it. Every Friday, you already know what it is. Two Cents FC. Hope you guys, uh, sorry, see you guys soon. <laughs> <Keep that. laughs>